Hello, friends. Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Bradford Becker. Tonight we continue in our 21st season of Red Barn Radio, and we welcome you to show number 823. (laughs) Buck the Taxidermist is the moniker of Kentucky songwriter Kyle Ayers. His Lexington rock band began around 2016, drawing inspiration from modern and vintage sounds and simple throwback melodies alike, blending influences of modern heroes like the War on Drugs, Wilco and Dr. Dog, and classic songwriting like Towns Van Zandt and Paul McCartney and Paul Simon and Neil Young. The results tend to vary with wherever he finds creation flowing. We've been curious about these guys for some time. It's great to have them here on Red Barn Radio. Welcome, Buck the Taxidermist. Probably got him a college gal. And my little brother lives down south. He swings on a string from an open mouth and he waits a day's away. And every day he works, my mama prays, Oh Lord, 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 Lord. Lord. Oh Lord, But my mom was weak and her mother made a fuss Cried to Kansas on a Greyhound bus But I learned to live where they lay the dead On satin sheets and the baby's breath And I hated nothing more Than the smell of flowers in the grocery store all over
song about a song about Spanish leather It brought big tears to my brown eyes I wonder could there ever be another Mr. Zimmerman sing it again A Spanish princess across the golden ocean Could she be the one that's true? Where on earth did you get that notion? Find some royalty for you. Hello. to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Buck the Taxidermist has, over the years, changed its roster several times, but founder band leader Kyle Ayers points out that changes have always been amicable and out of necessity. Kyle contends that the beauty created from rotating musicians allows the music to stretch and warp. He currently has enlisted his longtime bassist, Jacob Gahn, Caleb McKinley on guitar and samples, and John McGee on drums. Kyle has released three EPs and numerous singles since the project's launch with a full-length album set to release in the summer of 2024, though I suspect this is subject to change. We're glad you're here. Folks, welcome to Red Barn Radio. Our guest tonight is Buck the Taxidermist. Stretched out so thinly 
Welcome, Kyle. If you're just joining us, folks, our guest is Buck the Taxidermist. Kyle Ayers fronts this ensemble, and you were originally then 
from Danville. Is that where you were born, uh, Danville, Kentucky? I grew up right across the lake in uh, Garrett County, but we were closer to Danville is kind of our hub. Garrett County is kind of the place where there's no grocery stores. I mean, Dollar General's, that's kind of like where we shop in Garrett County. I grew up doing most things in Danville, but yeah, originally from Garrett County. Did you live rural? Yeah, we lived on a pretty big Angus and tobacco farm growing up. Oh. So I was, a, I was a farmer kid till I was like 15 or 16, and then my parents kind of got out of it and did something else. Dad's still doing cattle, though. I don't think he'll, he's, you know, he's got the bug, I guess. You have uh, siblings? I do. I have a younger brother. Was there ever assumption that either of you would stick around and continue on no, the tradition of I, working the farm? I think my, uh, I mean, I've, I've done agricultural things since then, but my dad was pretty clear about, I think he appreciated that we were like, you know, involved with it and part of it, but he would always make little hints like, don't you want to, don't you want to become a chiropractor or, or a, a lawyer <laughs> or something like that? And so, of course, were those your only did, choices? So. Just No, he was just thinking like lawyer. anything, but being out here in the field for the rest of your life, I think is a, uh, I grew up appreciating uh, all the space, and, and now we live downtown Lexington, so I don't know, maybe we'll get over huh. living city life and move back out, but I'm not sure. Yeah. 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 So the work he had was farm, and mm-hmm. did he not have the opportunity to do other things? Was that something oh, he no, chose? That, or? Dad's brilliant. I think he's, uh, that was just like one of those things they grew up doing, and he's a pretty loyal guy to his, uh, his family, and so the, you know, the farm had to be taken care of and paid off. Mm. And, and whenever he saw an opportunity to do it, he got off the farm and helped them pay off the debt. And then he became a, a gas station owner. And mom's done several things with like uh, interior decorating and they have an Airbnb. So they've, uh, dad's back to farming now, sort of. He, he does stuff with cattle, but he's, uh-huh. uh, I don't think he'll, he's like one of those guys you can't get off the farm, which is great to have around. I, I like, you know, I appreciate the, the farmer's life. Yeah. At least the idea of it. <laughs> Notes and numbers, Ricky of it. Last week in the calendar when you're sick. Windows use far less these days. And the air's filled with lavender sticks. You held the hand, trembled on the gravel. Pine needle carpet, a kayak paddle. You held the tears in the rears of the big wheel, all along with the white dress and chatter. Foxy baby, on chair lady, Mr. Boy with the black tussle cool. Tug war on the kitchen floor in the half-broad written down on crumpled up note. Two cups of tea in a science fiction novel. PM 11 3 I'm making plans for Michigan. And checking the kids for ticks again. And Mr. Boar barks through the screen. He rifled through the canvas bag I got in the grave. Searching for the lost potato chip. The driver served and you 
Foxy baby, orange head lady, Mr. Boy with the black tussle coat. Tug of war on the kitchen floor in half road world. Written down on the crumpled of a nose. Written down on the crumpled of a nose. What was the work that you had in Lexington that sort of made it worth your while to set up an apartment in your car and oh. <laughs> and drive here? I actually worked for my uh, bassist and his wife, Jacob and Carolyn. They, they owned a uh, granola company. Long story made short, we took over ownership from that company recently. And But I worked for them and then took a break uh, doing road construction for a while. And I was tired of driving all the way into town to do road construction for 12-hour days and then have to go home and, and drive the, that again. So I just decided to park on, uh, I think it was Malibu is where I parked. That was most of where, or Sunset, one of those over in uh, kind of Chevy Chase or, you know, sure, kind of a nice area. So <laughs> I would park there. And actually, it was the only place that I got uh, broken into. It was It was like the last week I was in my truck. Somebody tried to, like, break into my vehicle. Well, that'll teach yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> how to size up neighborhoods i know right yeah right yeah. did you skip college i did two years in florida and then um why there oh uh it was a an affordable christian school uh. um and it, you know the tuition was insanely low so i did that because i had some cousins that did it and then uh. i kind of got sick of the uh the rules and the way things were at the christian school so i uh, told dad in my junior year that i didn't want to finish and he said well just hang out on the beach and, and then come home so he was, he was always supportive if I wanted to do school or if I didn't. Wow, and that's cool great. With it, yeah. Was it your own idea to yeah, attend I mean, a Christian school, or was it your parents' uh, No, it was, that was urging. my idea, but I think college in general, we've kind of been fed that. <laughs> and so, especially my generation, I think some people are starting to wise up to it. Nothing against college. I'm glad people are educated, but that's one of those things that I'm probably going to tell my kids to learn a, you know, some kind of skill or uh, maybe don't make that your default <laughs> yeah so i'm kind of uh i kind of preach that message now of don't just jump into school because that's what you're supposed to do maybe uh think about it i found that not having like a career i've <laughs> i've gained quite a few like experiences as far as in the workforce i've been a security guy on campus and i've worked at a slaughterhouse and 
I farmed and made granola and um so I don't know you, you put yourself out there as like a, a laborer and you get to experience life in a lot of ways yeah it yeah. provides you some sort of rich mm-hmm. fodder too for songwriting oh yeah that's I should think uh, working on the road that was uh, probably the worst job I've ever had glad I had it because it paid well but I would sit there for hours you know holding the stop slow paddle you know flagging and I would <laughs> I would write songs like or ideas to songs and and try to sneak out my phone because we weren't supposed to be on our phone. Oh, we of course flagging. not, right. Try to sneak it out and record something real quick. And I wrote about half of the, the stuff we'd play with Buck while I was working, you know, yeah. holding, holding the flag. <laughs> but he was tricked into thinking he was made for greatness And named his goals by the worldly life Realize now it takes the average man to lift the gray ones to such high.
when you sort of developed this idea, you mentioned you had uh, your previous drummer, and you've also mentioned, you know, in your sort of bio materials that you've had a, a lot of different folks that you have worked with. Maybe one of the consistents being being your bass player. What's your thinking behind that? Is it like what I said in introducing you that that keeps things fresh? I think I I depended on having a band several times. This is this is not the first time that I've been the songwriter and front person of a band. I've been doing it for uh, over a decade, and I think what I've learned is every time you you commit to having the band and then one or two people that have learned your songs decide they don't want to do it or they can't do it anymore and then you have to start over or you don't feel like you can do it without them because you feel loyal to it right, and so right. what I've decided from the get-go with this project was it's cool that you guys are my band now and you're always welcome but if you leave I'm just letting you know that I'm going to move on and it's going to be the thing that I make and so a lot of times it's not that I want or try to filter people in and out it's Lexington's a small place there's a yeah. lot of music and everybody in this band this is not their necessarily their main thing or their only thing uh john plays in at least three other bands uh caleb has his own band sympathy jar you know, all these guys and it's the same thing with the whole community it's there's a lot of us playing music now and it mostly it's out of necessity like it's you might hit somebody up and they're like i can't do that weekend and you're like okay well i've booked it I got to find somebody, and then it just becomes a different version of your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. makes sense. Which, and it's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with it. No, there isn't anything yeah. wrong with it. It's, no. it's a great way and, and sort of an alternate way to, to do things, mm-hmm. but a solid way to keep things fresh and yeah. to avoid something you love becoming drudgery. Right. Yeah. Right. There's an old man standing in his driveway, pocket full of hair. Watching his grass grow green and tall Until the men come and cut it all back down And his license plate says Cole keeps the lights on Buddy, he ain't wrong And I can't complain, no, I won't scoff this hardly day when all of us are lost. On our little street, the dogs bark and the children move their feet. On our little street, the trees all pick a day. We're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. On our little street It's hard to estimate the GDP On our little street Trees all pick a day and lose a leaf 
on our little street. The dogs bark and the children move their feet. On our little street, the trees all pick a day and lose their Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style.
first time you were on the program it was with the sharecroppers yeah the sharecroppers yeah like a string band what's your memory of that when you were at that point in time in your music life had you sort of imagined that that was your home that that kind of music string band music was your home or were you already at that point doing electronics i guess the trajectory started i was in a hardcore band first it was the christian hardcore music that a lot of us jumped into um, the screaming and everything and so like we couldn't do that anymore we just and that kind of fizzled out and then uh, the early Americana stuff like the Avett Brothers and Mumford and Sons that kind of got me interested in music again and so we had an Americana band like a three-piece thing and then that fizzled out because one member decided they didn't want to do it and I was like well you oh. we can't ha- not have a banjo player um, so then, yeah, I guess some people would say that would be yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wrote off like being the front man and I joined the sharecroppers as like harmony and rhythm guitar. And that was a nice time for me to just relax, play music and not put so much on my shoulders. And it was fun. Like we, you know, we did old fiddle tunes, a couple originals, and then we would cover like Grateful Dead, but in, yeah, in right. bluegrass form, which is so old really in the well. way. Yeah. yeah, old in the way. Exactly. Stuff. That's kind of how that started. And it was freeing to do it for a couple of years with them. The string music pays really good. That's the other thing. Like we would, we'd play uh, countless weddings, and and you know people would shell over the money, which was great. Um, string band music. Yeah, like bluegrass string music. Yeah. Huh. It was hot in the 2010s. Oh sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's hot now. I don't know. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd say maybe tepid. Yeah. Take the compliments He 
One of Willie Nelson's kids getting interviewed on uh, a podcast I listened to, and he was talking about how important it was for him. He knew a song was ready when he could take it out by itself, right? Play it just with uh, acoustic guitar. Is that the way you feel about your songs as well? Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned it because if I can't play it on an acoustic, um, at least the majority of the songs, then that's not what I want to do because I knew <laughs> I had to have a backup plan for if if I don't have a band um, and like, you know, like they, like they said in that interview, it's, it's good to have some, and that's kind of what I talked to, to Zach about the, the album. I was like, it's okay to have a few like heady numbers, you know, we're up in the clouds and we might not be able to like recreate this live. Uh-huh. Um, but the majority of them, stuff that I write, I'm, I'm writing with this acoustic guitar in the backyard. Um, just, you know, usually late summer is like when I find writing time hits me and it, it kind of builds the atmosphere for me and then take off writing. And, um, and that's why, you know, a lot of these songs that we're playing full band, I wrote them and they recorded acoustic, but let's work them up, you know, and, and see if we can make them a full band type thing. Uh-huh. Got embers in my pocket Silver chain in my drawer Taste of panic I remember Like the peeling death of a sycamore 
And it's all I can do To get you out in the blue So if you're asking, man, it's taxing Living in the blue I ain't better, but I'm better at Living with the truth And I'm letting others get you here in blue And I've been burning through my record In this September evening swoon Watching hardwood turn to ashes Lending darkness to its mood And it's all I can do To keep you out in the blue If you're asking, man, it's taxing Living in the blue I am better, but I'm better at Living with you and I'm letting others get me through Ooh. Ooh. If you're asking, man, it's taxing. I'm living in the blue. I am better, but I'm better at living with the truth. And I ain't trying to be prying, but I hope you're better too. Life's a tragic, we're pragmatic with these Western views. I hope you're letting others get you through out here in the blue. As I watch you play, you've become so familiar. Playing with Kyle with a lot of, being that like somewhat steady element in a lot of different permutations of his band, it's been interesting to see Kyle as a band leader of a multitude of different mm -hmm. people and I think it shows a lot of confidence in his own influence, his own core idea of what the band is to allow other people come in. And this band sounds really different from the previous iteration and the previous iteration and so on. I think it shows a lot of maturity as a songwriter and as a band leader from all that experience before. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite things is to watch Kyle lead with like a, a light touch. Kyle's got a strong concept for his music. He comes to practice and has an idea he'll play it kind of like he plays it solo and then we inevitably take it somewhere completely different <laughs> absolutely uh. totally different and Kyle will nudge this way and we'll nudge that way and then we'll land on something we're all really happy with and we're having fun with Kyle's not like an alter who's like you know got like his idea and that's it if you don't follow it like it's going to be problems Jacob just uh, secured his <coughs> spot as a bassist after after, uh, <laughs> oh, <so laughs> I 
Oh, that's good. All right. Don, so, yeah, kick it in. Who's your favorite drummer? My favorite drummer. That's a that's I don't know what my favorite okay. who my favorite right, drummer is. So I, I think probably I'd for this started. project <laughs> into a lot of Ringo, Levon Helm, maybe. Uh. Stuart Copeland. Whatever Kyle tells me to do, he comes in with very specific instructions, and he's, he will lash me if I don't do just that. Oh, no. wow. So that's a very different perspective than what Jacob <laughs> no. uh, described. No. Uh, John, uh, thank you for balancing out that perspective for us. <laughs> Caleb, tell us about you and how the two of you met. I believe we met at a, at a show. That sounds right. Yeah, it was, was one of his you know, earlier Buck the Taxidermist shows while he was you know, playing with other you know, guitar players at the time, and I mean, just hit it off immediately. Yeah. You know, just a lot of common interests. So, of course, music being one of them. And as far as, you know, musical influences, I'm also very much into a, who he recorded his recent single with. Um, his name is Buck Meek, but he plays in the band Big Thief. And Big Thief is one of my favorite bands of all time. And I was lucky enough to get to take a class from Buck Meek, the guitar player. So he it was an online Zoom class, and it was a clinic where he instructed us how to, you know, play guitar in a way how to you know complement the melody complement the song and I took a lot of you know inspiration from that class and you know applied it here for for Buck but what I what I love about Kyle his mind is and his interests are so much bigger than even what we're doing right now and so me and him we you know what we call a side project if you will but we have a little ambient side project that we just get together you know four track tape recorder some synthesizers some organ some guitar no words, no structure, just loose, ambient music, and it's really fun. And that's kind of where my brain is at as well. So my you know, musical background is more, um, I would say, abstract and experimental music is interesting to me. So the oh. traditional rock structure is, is not where I am most comfortable. So, so this even playing in a more you know, rootsy, traditional, if you will, rock band is a, is a challenge for me, but a, a very welcome one. It, yeah. it's, it's a great challenge. You make a hookah and let it last forever If I can fool you, I can fool myself You get your hopes up that we all go down together I don't know, but it's fine So In the meantime You watch a west burn And ring around the roses Smell the earth turn Under burning skies Can you fool them Dress it up in silly costumes I don't know but It's fine It's alright It's fine It's alright We saw a wolf in the woods I've lost him Painter cries to the waterline. Can we talk it down? Here comes a death toll. The bitter words 
breathless Feels like it's getting worse And no one can stop it to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. There are so many people to thank for each and every Red Barn Radio broadcast. First for now, Buck the Taxidermist, our guest on tonight's program. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We are on the web at redbarnradio.com. Before we close out tonight's program, let's bring back Fuck the taxidermist for one more number. Stop for a pretty face and got the teenies. Yeah, halfway to 26, you're not bliss and tip the sis of these American ways. 
Cold chain, ever vain. Coach train, you never shame that these American.
Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world.